This is FM 100.5, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this Thursday. Delighted to have my good buddy, my good friend, and the guru of Tennessee high school football, Murphy Fair, in what has got to be one of the most difficult times of, of your life, I guess, Murphy, as much as you're tied up and in, in love high school football. Well, not only mine, but everybody that's associated with high school football, and not only in Tennessee, but all across the country uh, with this coronavirus. Some some states have, uh, have already said we're not going to have – uh, fall sports at all. Uh, some have said uh, we're going full board, just like nothing was going on. And then there's a whole lot of in between those two uh, extremes. So we're just like everybody else. We're having to take it one day at a time because uh, yesterday obviously was a huge announcement by the governor, but we don't know what's what's going to come tomorrow or the next day or the next day. Murphy, here where we are, we kind of get the, the Middle Tennessee version of what happened, certainly Rutherford County version and Metro version, and we get the national stories. But we don't get a lot about the pockets of Tennessee that you keep up with, Memphis, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Bluntville, Cloudland, I mean, all the places that my guess would be you had as much interaction or more with high school football coaches in the last three months than anybody, including TSSAA. Probably statewide, uh, anyway, and, and especially in the last month because I've uh, during the month of July I generally drive about 3,500 miles and never leave the state uh, from Memphis to Mountain City, uh, dropping off high school football magazines, and that was the case again uh, these last three three and a half weeks. And and you're right, you know, in some areas of the state you would think nothing was going on, everything is perfectly normal, but other parts of the state are almost uh, in a panic. Uh, and probably with good reason, with with extremely high numbers. It's interesting. I live in Cannon County, one of the counties least affected yeah. by all of this, right next to Rutherford County, one of the top three counties in the state when you look at uh, statewide figures for the most part. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's – uh, it's actually less than a mile from my front door to Rutherford County. Uh, and in a lot of ways, you would think we're a thousand miles away from anything. Uh, but it's it's right here on the edge of us uh, in Cannon County uh, as well. Um, I ran across several schools that just the day or two before I arrived to deliver magazines, a member of the football team had tested positive, mm-hmm. and uh, the the powers that be in those particular counties shut everything down for the next week or ten days. 
just in hopes that maybe they could nip it in the bud, not allow the virus an opportunity to spread throughout the football team or or throughout the school or whatever. Um, and I'm assuming those those two or three incidents that I ran across like that, those players are back uh, social distancing, but still trying to stay in shape in hopes that uh, uh, a, a situation like yesterday came along, and and it did so far to to uh, at least allow from the governor's office an opportunity to play football. But you know as well as anyone, uh, each county has its own set of rules and regulations to adhere to. Also, Murphy, the uh, we can go into all the nuances, and we're not going to spend the time doing this. Of why we have as much division as to what we should do or not. Uh, just starting on opening school, first of all, there's 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 just not a huge consensus. Uh, whatever gets done, same thing with athletics and so forth. Uh, but I'm assuming you've never seen anything like this in your lifetime, and, and never really dreamed that Tennessee high football, Tennessee high school football, might be in peril to lose a season for whatever reason. That's true. That's true. I think a, a lot of the powers that be have referenced, correct me if I'm wrong, I think a 1968 flu epidemic. Yes. I don't really remember that. I was about as isolated as you could be. I was living on the Navajo Indian Reservation, and we always got our news about a week late anyway. <laughs> so I, I really don't remember that happening in the late 60s. In southern Indiana, uh, you may remember that. Uh, I, I think that... The, the biggest one, looking back historically, was like more like 1918 when they had such a huge situation. That said, let, let's not spend a lot of time doing that. Let's let's sure. try to talk football. Sure. I need to take a break, and we'll come back with Murphy Fair. I want to get him to explain why he is the guru and where he got that name and why that magazine's in front of him and all the history. And then we're going to talk about the, the sport itself right after this on All Sports Talk. Ascension St. Thomas ER care teams are here for you with strong safety measures in place to protect you and your family. If you have concerns about a heart attack, stroke, difficulty breathing, or a severe mental health condition, don't delay care. Go directly to the ER or call 911. Delaying care could make your condition worse and make it more difficult to recover. Ascension St. Thomas emergency care is available 24-7. Find a location at getsthealthcare.com. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Parks Auction, we handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters 
of local high school and MTSU sports. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Well, with sports in this COVID-19 world, what we have learned is things are kind of day-to-day. And I did want to let you know we are planning full steam ahead with the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner and our Thursday night sports talk shows and high school broadcast whenever we can get back to all of that. So we're just kind of watching, waiting, and we are ready to go as soon as we get the green light for all of that. We did have a few questions about, you know, what are your plans? And, you know, I think we've learned during COVID-19 plans are day to day so stay with us we'll let you know here on wgns and wgnsports.com tonight the atlanta braves on the radio 555 as they wrap up their series with tampa bay tomorrow night they welcome the new york mets for a weekend series hope you'll join us all sports talk on news radio wgns fm 100.5 fm 101.9 am 1450 online and on your phone at wgnsradio.com Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Murphy Fair, my guest today, known as a guru of high school football, sitting in front of him is Murphy Fair's 2020 edition of Tennessee High School Football. Murphy, I'm going to take a guess. I I do this every time you come in and say, is this 31 years? Is that pretty close? 33. Well, I'm I'm relatively close to that. (laughs) Share a little bit how you got into it uh, and, and, and what this is all about. Well, it's uh, it's one of those situations where back in the 80s, late 80s in particular, I was covering high school football then for the Tennessean on a part-time basis. And, and generally, you could find in the, in the magazine stores, uh, uh, bookstores, you know, there were all kinds of magazines about pro football and college football, but nothing about high school football. And I always thought those kids out there, 15 through 18, whatever the age bracket might be, uh, we're sweating bullets just as much as the Titans or, yeah. or NFL teams or SEC teams, but they they were not getting that kind of publicity. So I decided to just, as a hobby, it was a way of getting back closer to the sport that I love so much uh, and started it as a hobby, basically a mid-state book and uh, added a couple of counties on the east and the west the next year and a couple more the next year. And by that point in time, my real job had gone away. Yeah. Uh, it was during the financial crunch when a lot of banks and savings You'd be a good Shark Tank story, wouldn't you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, but at any rate, uh, I decided to make a go of it uh, with the magazine. It was, it was a stretch. It wasn't statewide then. But Ronnie Carter, who was in charge of TSSAA yeah. at that time, contacted me two weeks after the office closed that I worked in, uh, just out of the blue, and said uh, – Murphy, we're losing money hand over fist on our playoff programs, and I know you've got a great relationship with coaches here in the Mid-State and Booster Club people as well. Uh, Would you be interested in coming down and talking to me about taking over the playoff programs? And uh, long story short, I did. 
those first four or five years of that, um, I made more money on the playoff programs than I did on the magazine. And I'm satisfied that probably allowed you to kind of continue the magazine portion of the thing. It did. It bought me some time yeah. uh, to, to make it a statewide publication and and know how to get to Roan Mountain, where Cloudland High School <laughs> is. Without, a, Of course, we didn't have GPSs back then in the early 90s like we do today. But uh, uh, I, I tell people this all the time. I consider myself to be one of the most blessed people in the state to have 300-plus head football coaches as my personal friends. Uh, a lot of them will open up to me because they know it won't go any farther about yeah, things yeah. that bother them off the field. But they just need a place to release. You know, they may be this big, tough guy who who weighs more than you or I, either one, uh, but they've still got a heart. They've still got a brain. They've still got feelings. And sometimes it's difficult for those guys, and I really haven't shared this with anyone, but it's difficult for those guys to, uh, to sound off to someone maybe other than yeah. their wife about what really bugs them and what was a really bad day and – um, I feel I feel very honored that they sometimes elect to share that information with me, and and uh, it gives me a different perspective of what they have to go through. Also, it's not uh, all glory on the sidelines on no, Friday night. You know that as a former coach yourself. Sure, Murphy. Uh, pockets of the state are more immune to this thing than than others. Uh, what's your thought about the the percentage of schools that you think will end up? playing high school football because we know that Metro has come out with its edict at this point in time likely and not going to play until after Labor Day. Memphis, I know, has got some issues that they got to deal with. Most of most time you're looking at the metropolitan areas. Sure. That. So uh, kind of give give us the uh, the, the consequences of, of that and, and what you may think. For example, I'd, I'd be curious as to what you feel like Memphis is able to do and, and planning to do. I think they've got an even bigger problem than Davidson County does uh, because of uh, um, because of race, and I don't I don't mean to, to say that like it might sound, but it, it's already come out that uh, that African Americans, that Hispanics, that Native Americans are all yes. uh, more likely to 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 get the virus, uh, and a lot of that. I don't understand other than socioeconomic issues that go along with that. Um, I know, I know. For example, though, that when the when the phrase social distancing first came about, uh, people used to make fun of me because they say people in Cannon County are already social distancing. <laughs> There's only twelve thousand of you, uh, and, and and because of that, I think small, very rural counties will keep playing all season long. Right. I don't think I don't think the numbers in those places. If you look at that map that that uh, some of the major newspapers in the state put out, those small rural counties are still uh, double digit numbers. And it's likely to be the single A, double A, maybe even triple A schools, as opposed to the five and six A schools that are going to have the biggest issue. Wouldn't you think? I agree. I agree. And I and and a lot of this goes back to just kids in the classroom and and how creative decision makers are are becoming in trying to get school started uh, you know you don't you don't want to put 30 kids in a classroom and a lot of schools are going to a, 
an expanded half day where half the enrollment comes in the morning sure. and half in the afternoon. Then you've got the bus issue. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And 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 most John Doe's like myself that are not involved in the educational process have no clue the hurdles that people in education are going through right now. Just just trying to exist and and teach kids. I have a ten year old grand soon to be ten year old granddaughter who since March has had three breakdowns, just crying her eyes oh, out wow. like crazy. And when I finally, uh, when talking to my daughter about what's this all about, she said, when I finally get her calmed down, she says, I miss my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had someone share with me uh, a PowerPoint that I've told a lot of coaches to who are teachers. Um, this noted child psychologist said that the damage that's done to our children by uh, isolating them sure. from their friends has more long-term dangerous effects than the coronavirus ever will have. We've got to get kids back in school. But putting them back in school, maybe it increases the danger, maybe not. I've had a lot of coaches tell me that parents are on their case because their son got... Uh, got the virus because the coach wasn't watching over him yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, they, yeah. and they caught the virus at a pool party in town. Well, the coach has nothing to do with that. Kids, when you and I were 16, 17 years old, we were invincible. And and <laughs> and that's and that's the way they are today. They think it's not going to affect me. And and all of the early indications were that it was not. If if you were under 25, you were probably okay. That's since been proven wrong. But uh, the young people today still think that they can be exposed to it and everything's still going to be okay. Well, the tough part about it is, and I've got two, a daughter and son-in-law, both are in schools, and I've got three, two grandkids that can't wait to go back to school. I mean, they sure. very much like your granddaughter. Your heart says, for sure, they need to be in school. If that weren't the case, we wouldn't build, build these buildings and do this every year. It's, sure. it's the right place for everyone to be. The risk-reward is the, is the part that's controversial. And, and when you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of people, there's going to be lots of voices that come up the other way. Let, let's, let's talk about the implications, though, for our schools here in Rutherford County. We, we've mentioned off-air Smyrna, Stewart's Creek, and Laverne that uh, really uh, are going to face a hurdle that maybe some other schools won't have to face. That's true, because they're in the same region with Cane Ridge and McGavick. And, and other NIL, used to be NIL schools that apparently are not going to play football until September. So uh, those other schools won't get a loss. It'll be a, it'll be a no contest uh, if those games are not played, but they won't get a win. Uh, and so consequently, they're worried about regional records and, sure. and how that's going to work out and maybe keep somebody out of the playoffs, not because they lost, but because they couldn't play the game. And I'm sure coaches have shared with you the, the, the concern that they would have if, if, if the edict had stayed in place where you really wouldn't be playing until mid-September. Keeping kids engaged in practice sessions for that period of time to start in late July and go and go and go and not have a scrimmage, not have a game, not be able to make a lot of contact and so forth, how difficult that would have been. Uh, and, and, and clearly, Murphy, as you said at the beginning of this thing, nothing's set in stone yet. I mean, every day is right. new is new, new horizon. When September 18th rolls around, there's no, there's no promise that it won't be extended another month. Sure. Uh, depending on what numbers are. Well, we're... 
we'll try to get into the, the teams that, provided we get to play, that you think are going to do some great things, certainly around locally and so forth. Visiting with Murphy Fair on All Sports Talk, Chip Walters is up next with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's just busy out here, as expected, coming off I-24. They're on the 231, continuing out towards Shelbyville. Traffic's been in pretty good shape as far as interstate accidents. So far, so good right now as you travel 41. A lot of folks uh, are using that route right now between Laverne and Smyrna. Vote for Dr. Byron Bush, Republican for U.S. Senate. My Because It Matters. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. This season's going to be a roller coaster ride, and you'll want to be here for every huge moment of this short 2020 season. And he strokes the first pitch high and deep to right field. That ball is gone to the top of the chop. Braves baseball on WGNS. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon. The uh, dominoes are starting to fall in place now around college football. 
the big news yesterday that affects Middle Tennessee was the Atlantic Coast Conference. They announced a 10-game conference schedule with one non-conference game for each team. And that revamped schedule does not list the non-conference games for each of the 15 teams now in the ACC. Those matchups be announced in the next week or so, but if they are played, they must take place in the home state of that ACC or an ACC institution. What does that mean? Well, the and they also have decided they will not start their season until the week after Labor Day. So, Middle Tennessee scheduled to play Duke on September 5th. That game appears to be out uh, because of the move back of the schedule unless uh, a later date could be worked out uh, for that game. The other thing about non-conference matchups with ACC teams is the non-conference opponent has to meet all ACC medical protocol requirements. Do does do Sunbelt institutions and Middle in particular meet those? I'm not sure. I'm not a medical doctor. The other game, Virginia Tech, that appears to be out due to the uh, schedule that the ACC has come out with because they will not be allowed to travel outside of an ACC institution state. Uh, the Southeastern Conference, they just announced their plan for this fall. They will play a 10-game uh, conference-only schedule with no non-conference games. So the piece is starting to come together. Now the group of five will look to react to what the ACC and SEC have done because uh, many schools across Conference USA and the Sun Belt play games against teams in the SEC and ACC. So they have made their decisions. Now Conference USA uh, and the Sun Belt will now adjust. With the two ACC games gone, it appears, Middle Tennessee, I can tell you for a fact that Chris Massaro and the football staff, they have been working behind the scenes with the anticipation that this was a very strong possibility and working on other opponents who could be in uh, other group of five opponents that could be in the same uh, spot that uh, Middle now finds itself in without those two games. Uh, so that is still being worked on. Uh, at, at, at least one opponent they have talked with and have gotten very far down the road with discussions on playing uh, the opening ball game. And then you've also got the game on September 19th. What about the other two non-conference games? September 12th against Indiana State. We'll know the fate of that game next week when the NCAA decides on what they're going to do with uh, FCS-level football. If they move it to the spring, that game will be gone. Uh, and also the UConn game, November 21st. Uh, it is, uh, right now, if you traveled from Tennessee to Connecticut, you'd have to uh, quarantine for 14 days, and that just does not work for a football team. So uh, unless things change, that game could be in jeopardy also. So uh, Chris Massaro's comment yesterday was this was one of the many scenarios we have gone through concerning our schedule, and I hope to have more clarity in the near future as this news was just released. Unfortunately, this is not very surprising, but it is disappointing as our players and fans look forward to games like these. And he was speaking of the Duke and Virginia Tech games in particular. But again, uh, the uh, the SEC 
coming in today with a 10-game conference-only schedule that will be released very soon. All right, that's it for Thursday. We will have more on this uh, with our Friday update coming tomorrow. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shops. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Murphy Fair, the guru of Tennessee High School football with me. Murphy, you've got uh, predictions as always. Let's, let's start here in Rutherford County, first of all. It's, one thing we've had on our show is the difficulty of, of with no spring practice and, and very, more talk about the coronavirus and talking about players on the field and so forth and, and no scrimmages taking place, no seven-on-seven. Seven. It's very difficult for us to get a good feel. The uh, easy answer is just go back and say, whoever was good last year, He's likely to be good this year. Of course, in most situations, that's kind of true in high school football, isn't it? Uh, probably so. I think maybe more than most, I get I get more of a – I get a clearer sneak peek, if you will, if the coach is completely honest with me about uh, who his top returning players are and uh, what kind of numbers they produced last year and sure. how many of them are coming back and that sort of thing. And that, that that's another uh, issue that we could probably have another 30-minute show about is reclassification because TSSAA is grappling with that right now. Next year will be a new classification year based on this year's numbers. <laughs> and and those numbers are skewed, doesn't even come close to tell you what uh, what those are like with so many kids being educated at home instead of in the classroom so uh but but yeah it's it's pretty i mean the alcoas the marivals the oaklands the the blackmans the ravenwoods of the world cane ridge a team that we've yeah and one of those really emerged hasn't they yeah exactly it's it's uh it's pretty much the same same ones but there'll be one or two or three in each class that in november assuming we're still playing people will be saying where'd they come from did you expect that out of them you know a lot of that can come from when when coaching changes are made and we've had more coaching changes in rutherford county than we typically do i know you track 
year to year how many new coaches we have, and it, that number continues to probably increase, certainly a large number. The last couple of years, it's been in the 70s. But it's which really is unusual crazy. in our county to see, including Middle Tennessee Christian School, and, right. and then the emergence of Providence Christian Academy, with beginning a program with LeBron Ferguson. It's a lot of new coaches on our scene. That's true. And uh, and most of those are new people for you and, sure. and most of the regular members of the medium. Adam Renshaw, for example, I've known 15 years when he was coaching at Dyer County over in West Tennessee in Newburn. Uh, but then Ron Crawford saw him. Uh, I kind of helped put those two people together during an all-star game several years ago. And uh, Ron was very impressed with Adam's uh, – Knowledge of the of the the uh, what do they call the pass the the uh, wide open offense or yeah. whatever that uh, that became so popular eight or ten years ago the spread, West Coast, the spread the spread West Coast offense West Coast offense and Adam knows that inside out and and went to Cleveland for four or five years under Ron Crawford and and also uh, under um, uh, Coach Marty Wheeler who's there now but apparently. Uh, uh, Powers that be at Siegel High School knew knew about that and and knew about the possibilities and what it could do for their program and and Adam was uh, most anxious to, to come to the six A level in Murfreesboro and I think he'll do a good job. I don't know how quickly he'll turn things around out there, but I think uh, uh, I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised with what they uh, what they throw at the opposition. No pun intended. <laughs> Your thoughts very briefly about. Providence Christian Academy beginning a football program. How difficult is that to do? At that level, I don't think it's nearly as difficult as it would be at 6A mm-hmm. uh, in Division One. Uh, but but you know, uh, uh, Coach Ferguson probably better than I. You're the one that hired him at sure, Oakland sure, High exactly. School to be the head football coach, and uh, uh, he'll do a great job. Uh, I think that's a perfect fit. Perfect fit for for the school too. and and for uh, LeBron as well. And uh, uh, I think that'll be interesting. They'll have a tough time getting a schedule this year. Probably will wind up playing. Uh, I think they're they playing sp- eight eight man football this year. I believe, okay. I believe I'm right on that. That could be. That could be. And and that's probably not a bad move. Just to just to get get kids acclimated. An hour's not nearly enough to go through all this. So kind of hit it briefly as you can. Single A through six A. The the top two or three or four teams that you you see emerging. Well, in single A, I think uh, some of the names that have been uh, in the forefront, Cornersville, for example, down in Marshall County in in single A, I think Coach uh, Gerard Randolph will have another quality team this year. He's got a lot of good kids coming back. Fayetteville High School in Lincoln County, they're in Fayetteville. has really the opening of that school is kind of decimated Falcon football sure has. the pits not nearly as intimidating as it once was when Kelly Holcomb played there for example uh, and and they were on track to make a deep run last year and they went from 10 and 0 to 0 and 10 uh, really quick or maybe it was 0 and 9 or whatever but anyway I, I, I think Fayetteville's another team in that same region Greenback Lake County South Pittsburgh South Pitt I think is probably the team to beat this year overall they got so many kids back and Vic Grider the head coach there for so long told me last year was the first time they'd ever had 50 kids out for football <laughs> in South Pittsburgh this year when I delivered magazines he told me they had 72 and he said they're having to uh coach the freshmen in in the morning freshmen and sophomores in the morning and the juniors and seniors because in the evening because they don't have enough helmets and shoulder pads (laughs) to outfit 72 kids but south pitt's going to be really really good um i think in 2a uh 
I should have brought my glasses. Fairly, uh, a team that uh, I put them in there when Gene Robinson was still the coach there. He was a late transfer or late hire at Germantown. Uh, so it, it remains to be seen if Fairley's going to be quite the team they were last year. Meigs County, Peabody, uh, Tyner Academy, and Trousdale County. I kind of like Trousdale County uh, uh, maybe Great to go. Great tradition there. Yeah, there is. And uh, it's been a while since they've won a state championship. So, But they do have another Satterfield in there for his <laughs> second year as a coach. So uh, uh, I think they could they could be a team to beat. 3A, all we have to do is say Alcoa. Uh, and they I, And they – Open with Blackman. Hopefully that will take place at Alcoa this year, which is a headline game for the state. That's right, and that'll be a Saturday game. So uh, you know, which tells you about everything you need to know when a game is moved to Saturday. It's, it's pretty much a headline game for people to get to come to. I think the only thing that we can guarantee is the crowd will not be the same because of social distancing. Sure. Uh, but they've got a beautiful new stadium they dedicated, I think, last year in Alcoa turf. Uh, just, just a beautiful place, huge jumbotron, and uh, Gary Rankin's got another I, I, I was great say, team. And oh, by the way, Gary Rankin, the head coach there, that has had a lot of time here in Rutherford County. Four hundred and fifty wins against seventy-five losses, I believe it is. Uh, pretty, pretty good numbers there on on his part. There's some other teams to mention: Covington, uh, East Nashville, Pearl Cone. Pearl Cone's going to be very, very good. Uh, but I just don't think they can – nobody in 3A and maybe 4A or 5A can yeah. line up with Alcoa and, and come away a winner. It's uh, it's just a, a machine status type program right now. Anderson County is a team just uh, – just the high school's just five miles from Clinton uh, up in East Tennessee, north of Knoxville. I think Davey Gillum's got uh, – Got a very special team this year. They've come very close, and either Greenville or Elizabethan has been their nemesis. Usually Greenville, this past year, it was uh, uh, Elizabethan, a team that ran the table 15-0. and 0. Uh, They're going to meet again probably in the quarter or semifinals, uh, but I think uh, even though Elizabethan's got so many kids back from last year, uh, I still think a- Anderson County may be the team to beat up on that end of the state. Haywood High School uh, – Springfield, Jackson Northside, uh, any of those could come out of West Tennessee. But I think uh, Anderson County or Elizabethan probably will come out of the eastern half of the state. We're still doing all right yeah, time-wise? Yeah, kind of speed it up a little bit. Up a little, yeah. <laughs> Beach High School, who was scheduled to play its second game at Henry County, and now there's some question as to whether or not Henry County's going to uh, be able to open the season on August 21st or 28th or whatever. Uh, but I think Henry County, uh, Beach, uh, Davy Crockett up in the Tri-Cities area, really love like that, that coach. <laughs> they play Daniel Boone. I love it when they play. And, it, and it's the Musket Bowl when they play, <laughs> how appropriately named. Knoxville Central, two-time defending champ, uh, and Oak Ridge, my other two 5A teams. And then in 6A, um, I don't think you can leave Ron Crawford and Brentwood out. They're going to be really, really good again. Kane Ridge, they're supposed to play each other August 28th. I don't know if that game will take place. Uh, Maryville, uh, Oakland, and Houston out of Memphis. All right, Murphy, let's take a quick break. Let you catch your breath. We've got about three or four minutes to wrap things up when we come back on All Sports Talk.
got an iPhone, we have an app for that. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. We're News Radio WGNS. Well, good afternoon. It's just busy out here, as expected, coming off I-24. They're on the 231, continuing out towards Shelbyville. Traffic's been in pretty good shape as far as interstate accidents. So far, so good right now as you travel 41. A lot of folks uh, aren't using that route right now between Laverne and Smyrna. Vote for Dr. Byron Bush, Republican for U.S. Senate. Why? Because it matters. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Visiting with Murphy Fair on All Sports Talk today, I want to mention our good friends at Murphy's very familiar with First Bank. I imagine driving across the state because they have a lot of. Offices, I think it started over in West Tennessee someplace, didn't it? Over around Lexington, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But they're everywhere. They're everywhere, and it's certainly in Murfreesboro. Actually, that's where we appreciate them being part of what we do here and, and being part of our community. Murphy, we've got three minutes left. Just kind of some overview of thoughts that you happen to have, whatever you want to spew out here in the next minute or two. Well, I think we've all heard the word virus and corona. All we want to hear it, but it's a it's a presence that's going to be here. I heard this morning maybe that Johnson & Johnson has a, has a potential talked about having uh, their their cure if you will in uh, uh, in the testing mode with volunteers taking the shot to see how sure. effective it is uh, I think we're all anxious for that to happen uh, but I think obviously we need to be very cautious about that as well um, I, I'm, I'm the kind of person that that views a 16 ounce glass with eight ounces of content half full yeah not half yeah, empty. Yeah. But it's been very hard to maintain that uh, philosophy uh, these last six or eight weeks. Uh, even as even as far back as the state tournament, I was when it, when the girls thing stopped after after one day uh, or two days, whatever. I, I had some serious questions as to whether or not we'd have football. Should I even publish my magazine right. or not? Sure. Uh, but it is my only source of income, and and I had a lot of coaches say, "You got to come out with a magazine. Uh, that may be the only thing we have about high school football." Uh, and I've been I've been very blessed in that regard. Nearly have sold out, will sell out within the next couple of weeks or so. Um, all of my advertisers have stayed with me, and I appreciate that very very much. Murphy, it's all about you, the kids. I think you'd agree with this. Coaches have taken this challenge on. Of, of, having to say we'll do whatever we have to do there's so many nuances that are involved here beyond the blocking and tackling that you're used to but all i've heard from coaches is tell us what we have to do to play 
If we have to do this, we'll do it. If we have to do this, we'll do it. If we have to do this, we'll do it. These kids need to play. you got 30 seconds. After all, a coach is a guy who makes adjustments minute after minute after minute on the football field on Friday night. They're making adjustments daily for this coronavirus and doing so very well, I think. Murphy, appreciate what you're doing. And, uh, golly, Bill, I know that you are anxious to see high school football continue. As our, My heart says yes. My head sometimes wonders about what we need to be doing. Yeah, I agree, Tim. We've got to just keep praying about it. All right, Murphy Fair is joining me today. Monty Hale will be back in the chair tomorrow. Raise Baseball is up next on All Sports Talk on WGNS Radio. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.